Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Everybody, you are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Ain't God been good to me? But then again, ain't he been good to you too, though? I mean, really, man. Think of all the blessings God has given you. You know what? There's some good news today, though, y'all. In the face of uh, the world being the way it is, the the evilness that's out there, it just it just seems like that's all that's on the news sometimes. You know, you we got. We got news of parents not really standing up being parents. We got news stories of children turning on their parents. You got you got everything. The economy, you got places you thought used to be beautiful places to go. Now they got travel alerts. It's, it's just it's all it's 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 all over. But the good news is there's something that you can have in this relationship with God that gives you a way to deal with it all. And I'm not saying that it'll it'll protect you from every single thing out there that's happening because some things are going to happen to you. You're going to be in an accident from time to time. You're going to make a mistake and fall down from time to time. But man, wouldn't it be incredible to new, for, for you if you understood that you had some insurance in all of this, that no matter what happened to you, you know, you were covered. You know, look, Insurance companies, as good as they are, you know, like our friends at State Farm or any other uh, insurance company, you know, they do they do some amazing things. Insurance is a really, really good thing to happen in the event that something happens to you. You know, you may not want to pay the premium, but guess what? In the event that something happens to you, that insurance is absolutely critical. Well, but guess what? They cover certain things. You could get life insurance. You can get 
auto insurance. You can get accident insurance. You can get health insurance. There is nothing that you can buy to safeguard you against life's decisions. You know, if you make a mistake, if you cheat, if you lie, if you if you fall down and you can't seem to get it together and you make a crazy decision about how you're going to go about securing an income, there, there, are, there are no policies you can buy for that. You can't buy a policy if you stop being the man you're supposed to be and, 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 and give up on your children. You can't buy a policy if something happens as a mother and all of a sudden you're not the mother you're supposed to be. But there is some insurance coverage out there for you. And that relationship that you form with God, that friendship that you form with him, that, that alliance that you, that, that partnership, that, that prayer that you put in all the time, there is an insurance policy that you have taken out when you form a relationship with your Heavenly Father, when you form a friendship, when you form a bond that protects you, that protects you when these things happen in the event that they happen. Now, here's the great thing about prayer. Prayer can head off some stuff from happening. It really, really can. Prayer can prevent some things from happening. You know, I'll give you an example in my life. Okay, here we go. Because, see, see, this is the best way for me to do it. Because, see, I, what I don't like to do is, is talk to people without letting them know, hey, look, I'm in this hole with you. I feel where you're at. Okay, here we go. I was making some decisions a few years ago because what I thought I was doing was counterbalancing something that was happening in my life. You know, I thought that since I wasn't happy or well, for whatever the reason I thought I wasn't happy, if, if I, as wrong as I am, wanted to blame somebody else for my unhappiness, that, that's, that's really, if, if, if I make a bad decision because I'm thinking I'm unhappy with somebody, well, hold upon, two wrongs don't make a right. And I make a decision to do something wrong. And now the consequences come when I do something wrong. See, then the, I already know as an intelligent thinking man, as most of you are, that when you do something wrong, that, you know, there is a consequence for that. I teach that to my sons. When you do something wrong, there is a consequence. So as an adult, I fully understood the consequence. And so what I was doing was I was making some decisions that was causing some consequences in my life that was delaying my happiness, delaying my progress, causing my business not to go the way it could go, so forth and so on. Well, what I started doing was I took out this insurance policy called prayer, and I started putting it in my mix on a daily basis. And then I started putting it in my mix, you know, two, three times a day. And then I found myself using it all the time. And then I really started putting it in when, when I didn't need any help, when I wasn't in trouble. I started putting insurance in. I started making deposits into the bank. I started paying my premiums down. And prayer is like a premium. You just pay into it. Then when situations started coming up now, it that prayer that I had put in, that in those premiums I had paid, it started preventing me from making the decisions I was making in the past. Thus, I didn't have to suffer the consequences. Thus, my businesses didn't have to be delayed in its progress because I had put some payments on some premiums 
I had taken out an insurance policy with my life, my real life. I'm talking about your life where you make your day-to-day decisions in. I'm not talking about, see, life insurance is only good if you die. God has a policy that's available for you while you living. See, in order for an insurance policy to pay, something bad got to happen. Now, there may be some others out there I don't know nothing about, but all the ones I got, my car insurance, they only come into play if I have an accident. I have an accident insurance policy where if something happens to me, I got accident, I got I got my voice is covered in case something happened to that. I, I got that, but but I got to not be able to talk to cash that one. You understand? I'm everything. My, I got homeowners insurance. Don't nothing show up on my homeowners insurance unless it's a flood, a fire, a theft. Something bad got to happen for my insurance to even make sense. When you take out the policy with your with your heavenly Father. When you pay the premiums of prayer, and that's all it costs, man. It ain't, you ain't got to have no money for this policy. I put into the policy, it pays me dividends and benefits for living. Ain't nothing got to go wrong for me to cash in on this policy. I use this policy for good things. I'll I give you an example. I use this policy to ask God to watch over my family when I travel. Make the decisions to pay your premiums in prayer. Talk to your Heavenly Father. Get you some insurance in your life. And when you have little things like that, keep on stepping, man. God loves you, man. Man, I sure hope you talk to God today because guess what? He sure would like to hear from you. That's for sure. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have decided to get it started today. Well, I cannot take full credit for this decision because it was God's decision to wake me up today. I had nothing to do with it. I really didn't. It was all him. So to him, I give all the credit, the honor, and the glory. And I thank you for waking me up today. I really do. So many people don't get this great opportunity. So I intend to take full advantage of it today. I intend to give you my level best today, Heavenly Father. I intend today to be the light you intended me to be. And it's going to start with this here show right here. I, we, and all of us is going to give it our allness. Ain't holding back nothing. Not now. What you want is what it is, and what it is is what it's going to be. This is how you start the show. And if you don't like the way this show started, go listen to somebody else. But they ain't going to do it like this now. Mm. This him. This him is the real deal. Yes. This that damn Steve Harvey morning show. And these are the players that make it what it is. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Excited but nervous. Carla for real. Good morning. What's happening? Wow, Junior. That there'll be who I'll be. Nephew <laughs> Tommy Kane of Pranks. Good morning, everyone. Well, that took all I had right there. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You still for the got day. that jet lag working, yeah. baby. Man, let me tell y'all oh, something. What? Let me tell y'all something. I don't know what today is. <laughs> 
been back for like how many days now? Four or five days? This is four. And it's just kicking your butt, huh? How long does it last? You know, they say, technically, Uh Uh for every hour after you've been in a place for a while, Mm -hmm. for every hour you are behind or ahead, it takes those many days to adjust when you get back. And I thought I had it. You'll be ready by the 4th of July. (laughs) You know, I thought I had it yesterday. Uh 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 And then just about 4.30. You know, I don't know what happened. Just about 4.30. I just fell asleep standing right there. (laughs) Standing (laughs) Standing up? Oh, my God. (laughs) Talking to somebody at the house and ass just fainted. (laughs) So is that all it does? It just makes you tired because your body clock is all messed up. It's all messed up. And then when I go to sleep, I wake up. I wake up at 3. I don't know what that is. I've been going down in the gym trying to I've been taking saunas every morning trying to help and going to the gym by myself. I told my trainer not to talk to me for a week. Oh. Yeah. Don't even speak to me for a week. You're mad at your trainer like Junior's mad at his. Junior's Well, you know, I know I gain weight on this trip. But what I don't need for you to do is tell that to me. <laughs> that, that's it. Keep yeah, your opinion. So just you know, your damn opinion to your yes. damn self. Because <laughs> however fat I am, my fat ass is paying you. So You look good, though, and you're rich. <laughs> Ask the CLO coming up next right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. This one's from Marley in Cincinnati. Marley writes, I'm a 28-year-old female, and my 52-year-old married boss gave me a down payment on my first house, and he hooked me up with a line of credit at a furniture store. He's in a wheelchair because his left leg was crushed in a car accident, but he is in physical therapy and is expected to walk again. He says it is just a kind gesture because he sees great potential in me. He's never flirted with me or been inappropriate before. Am I to believe he's just being kind or is this a test to see if I can be bought? See what you got. Why would a man, why, Mm -hmm. give you a down down payment payment. on a house Mm -hmm. and furniture? What? Um, she said it right here. He said it was just a kind gesture, Steve, because he sees potential in her. No, it's right there. Tommy, <laughs> Junior, when's <laughs> the last time you've been that kind? Yep. <laughs> you buying house? I'm pushing it with dinner. <laughs> oh, wow. I have 28 year old employees. That ain't happening. <laughs> What, Steve? Uh, CLO, what'd you say? I have 28-year-old employees. That ain't happening. Mm-hmm. No. If I buy a house? What? What? That's what I'm saying. Furniture. If I buy payment. a house? A house. You getting cribs? <laughs> down payment. Even if I'm just putting a down payment down. If I do no. the down payment? No, Tommy. Mm-hmm. If you just, if I'm getting the furniture. Yeah. Yeah. So when he gets out of that wheelchair, it's on, huh? I'm over there. Okay. When I roll, he gonna up drag there? that bad ass leg right over there. <laughs> yeah, he ain't waiting for nothing. No. Well, Girl, why she right. so she, that? she oh needs to know that. No, she accepted it. 
Yeah, and this is her money. married boss. Thank you. I know we're going to put them ramps all over yeah. this house where I want them. We're going to have oh, them ramps everywhere. Let me say this to you. <laughs> I bet his wife don't know he did this kind of gesture. Yeah. She doesn't. I bet you yeah, she yeah. doesn't. All right, we're moving on. <clears throat> Mercedes in the DMV says, my husband and I went to Destin a week ago, and we hung out with some vacationers at our hotel bar. The next night, my husband said he was going to get ice, and he didn't return for two hours. I was worried to death and went to the bar but didn't see him. He said he ended up going to the hotel next door for drinks with the guys, and his phone died. I noticed he was not wearing underwear when he got back, but I'm not sure if he'd, if he'd been like that all day. It's still bothering me. Should I push the issue? Well, well let me what? ask you something. Stupid. You can no, no, push it, but you, you ain't going to get nothing. He, good. he locked on his own his answer. Oh, yeah, because the no draws. What? We I didn't put none on. You know. I peed on myself a little bit, and I, and I threw oh. him in the trash. We're going to do oh, anything. Any oh, you, you ain't got to worry about that right there. Any oh, that's simple. You can fix that. Oh, that. No draws ain't nothing. <laughs> no draws ain't nothing. It's when you come home with just one leg in your draw. Yeah. And the rest yeah. of it is bunched up on the side of your hip and is making a knot in your pants. That's when you got problems, partner. But you wear underwear every single day. So we, we on vacation. Yes. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah. See that? Listen to the lie. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. We on vacation. I go commando on vacation. Don't vacation. wear underwear on vacation? What is that? Okay, see, we off the underwear, so what else you got? Well, why did no, you pack uh, the no, underwear? You why did you pack them? Pack them since you don't wear them all. I yeah. packed the underwear because when we travel. Thank <laughs> you. I thought you said when we fly. And why are you getting all mad? Why are you yelling? Why is you asking me about this underwear? Don't because, try to turn this uh, around. He's trying to flip it. You see that, right? See, uh-huh. first of all, y'all y'all harping on the wrong thing. He went to get ice. Mm-hmm. He didn't That's come back lie. for hours. <laughs> but he went milk. next door <laughs> to some hours. dude's hotel to drink. Mm-hmm. What? Right. <laughs> See, that's why, ladies, y'all don't y'all harp on the wrong piece of issue. It's these draws y'all concerned about. Yeah. You gotta nail true. him down to what hotel, uh-huh. who, and what bar. Okay. And where's that ice bucket you left? Where's you that, ice bucket? Where's where's that ice bucket? Come on, And let's go back to over to the bar. Let me go. Let's yeah. Go back over. We're, we're gonna get. And to what all hotel that you in? Where you? Well. Yeah. We're gonna be up all night because we're, we're. I got ready to say what hotel you in where you got to go get ice, but that's every hotel, yeah. uh, so, rich man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, why he, that's he why he stopped it. himself. Now, it's in there he get in there. It's I stopped. did yeah. stop. I went. Well, okay. Well, yeah. never mind. All right, I forgot on. they have ice machines on floors. Oh, this yes. rich moment you had. <laughs> we got in- ice the other time. <laughs> Isabel, yeah, they got problems. Isabel in Paradise Island says, I'm 26 years old and I'm dating a guy that lives in Miami. He's in medical sales and he visits the office I work in monthly. He's the first white guy I've ever dated, so I have I had some reservations. He met my parents and they love him. But I have a problem because when he's at my office, he acts like he doesn't know me. He said it's best to keep personal and work life separate. He also never invited me to Miami. And we have been dating six months. Am I just a fling when he comes to work here? Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And you're not coming to Miami. Mm. Yeah. And you ain't you meet might his meet his parents. wife. 
Huh? What'd you say? What'd you yeah. say? I, I said, and you're not meeting his parents. Uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. Hell. She's in the Bahamas. She said paradise. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, see, listen to me. It don't mean nothing he meet, meet yours, ladies. Mm-hmm. It's when he take you to meet his mama. Mm-hmm. It's when the deal is getting sealed. Mm-hmm. You just a thing he do when he come to the islands. Okay. That's all. You the island Six girl. Six months. Yeah. Six months. Mm. And you ain't coming to Miami. Because <laughs> he got a whole nother life in Miami. Yeah. And a wife and all that. He already mm-hmm. in the office acting like he don't know your ass. <laughs> right. Gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Get out of that mess. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, CLO. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, CLO. Hopefully, uh, you know, the writers will take heed. They'll listen to what you have to say. Good, great advice, as always. Coming up next, the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anna standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, Bill and Melinda Gates, well, their marriage is over. They're divorcing after 27 years. We'll talk about all of that at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? You sent my wife pictures. You sent my wife pictures. Now, watch my aggressions. Watch how it starts. See, I'm, I'm showing you the kind of prank energy you got to have. When you want to jump and get somebody on the defense side immediately, you got to jump. Yeah, hard but Tommy, but he met your ass right back. <laughs> yes, he did. Where you <laughs> were. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, that's what we're doing, Playboy. <laughs> Here we go. Come on, cat dog. Yo. May I speak to Trevor? Yeah, that's true. Hey, man, you been sending pictures of uh of your damn stomach to my wife's phone? Say what? Hey, man, have your a- been sending pictures of your muscles on your stomach to my wife's phone? Hey, who in the hell is this calling me with this? This fish right here. This who? This fisher, man. My name is Fisher, but they call me fish. What I want to know from you, have your a- been sending pictures of your stomach to my wife's phone? Man, I don't know, dear. You talking about Playboy? Don't call me with this about, am I sending pictures? And if I am sending pictures, ain't none of your business. It is my business. That's my wife. And you send this. No she got, oh. What the hell are you doing? You must ain't got. You must ain't ripped up like me or something. You worried about a sending pictures of his stomach? Hey man, get you some business. Don't call my phone. I got some business. My business is my wife, man. And if you said, let me tell you something. Tell me something. I'm going to tell you right now. When I, when I find you, if the same muscles that's on her phone is is is, is, is up underneath your shirt, I'm whooping your Hey, man, now, I ain't hard to find, Playboy. You can find me. And if I am sending pictures to your wife, you must like it, Playboy. Hey, man, hey, let me tell you. No, you're being disrespectful is what you're doing. You understand me? You being you a, a little calling me on the phone with this you better check somebody else about this here before I had your wife rubbing on my stomach. Hey, man, who you, hey, see, who you calling a man? Who you think you, you hey, hey, who you think you talk, let me tell you I'm something, okay, tell me. That time my phone about a picture. That's who hey, I'm talking to. Hey, because I, them, them, if I find out them, your muscles hey, on man. my wife, what? Obviously, you found my phone number, so I guess you can find me, homeboy. Hey, you, how about this here? Where are you? Let's get I'm, this I'm, cracking. I'm with, hey, ask your wife where I'm at. Where she at? You My know? wife is at work right now. Yeah, you, th- you think so? 
How you think you got them pictures on, boy? Hey, man, I tell yeah. you what. When I find when I find you, you're a little disrespectful. Ask your, ask your wife I, where I'm at. Yeah, that's what you do, playboy. You calling me with this old Oh, insecure. You must not be ripped up like me. Hey man, hey hey hey, I I got I got muscles on my stomach. I got. I'm headed to the gym right now to get these get this stomach right for your wife. Huh? Hey man, let yeah. me tell you something, man. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Hey, how about this here? I know who your wife feels. Nah. That's all right. I know who she is, too. Okay. Well, I, I, that's all right. And I'll be calling her. I'm calling her, letting her know what's going on. Check this out. She like my stomach, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like that, though? No, no. She I tell you what. Too. I tell that's you like what. She going to like it when I get to her. Because I'm going to let your wife know what's going on around here. Say, man, you don't know nothing about my wife. Me, my wife, and your wife might be rubbing together, homeboy. You don't know nothing about my business. Hey, man, you ain't finna be disrespectful to me, man. I done told you once. Don't see me. Don't see me, homeboy. I will see. I already asked you once, where are you? I'm going to raise up my shirt so you can see this ripped up six-pack that your wife like. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Okay. It's just a matter of time, then. Don't it's... call my phone with this You better go check your wife and don't be calling a grown man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to call Ayana. That's that's who I'm going to call. Ayana, baby. Say what? Yeah, yeah, oh, then slowed you down. Now, yeah, I'm calling your wife. Well, call her then. We can get her on the freeway, and then I'm we ain't got to... and then I'll call your wife and get her on my way. Yeah. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you this here right now. Tell what me, I need is to know. Tell me whatever you want to tell me, Playboy. I'm telling you right now, punk, where you at? I'm, I'm at Boulevard, homeboy. That's where I'm at. Now, you got my wife's name. I, I, I want to know your name. They call you Fish or Kick in the Well or they call you, you can meet me wherever you want to, homeboy, and we can settle it. Ain't no big deal to me. I deal with punk chumps like you every day. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. not a problem, not a problem. I'll be right, how long you gonna be there? I'm gonna be there till your punk get here. I okay, to... you, look here, I want you to take my, my name down so you'll know who you waiting on. You got, I you... Heard what, uh, you said your name was Chicken or some like that. Do you have a pen? I don't need no pen, punk. Okay, you, do, do you want to know who this is? Uh, you just told me who you was, homeboy. Oh, now, I, finna me, me. I, I, I ain't told you my full name, chump. I don't need to know your name. You got my number calling me with some about a tattoo or stomach or something. It's muscles, it's, it's muscles of your stomach on my wife's okay, phone. Okay, did, did you look at the other pictures? How many sit-ups do you be doing? Did, did, you, did you look at the other pictures? What other... Well, okay. Hey, yeah. hey man. Hey, man. Yeah. I'm not finna be playing with you yeah. about my oh, wife. I ain't, play, I, I ain't playing with you. I'm playing with your wife. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm finna okay. tell you something about I'm your saying, wife. Okay. I'm finna tell you something about your wife that you don't know. If I don't know it, don't nobody else know it. Oh, I know it. Me I and raised. her know it. I, I just got off the phone with her. You want to know? You want me to tell you what your wife told me? Whatever, man. Say what you got to say. So I'm going to say go. this right here. I'm going to say this, punk. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Ayana, got me to prank phone call. Yo, ignorant man. How stupid are you? Hello? <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife got me to prank phone call you, dude. You, Damn, you you are more ignorant than me. Boy, that hell for that. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> Boy, wait till I see this. Ooh, wee. <laughs> you tell me, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy, God, dog. Y'all, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
Hey, Trevor, I got to ask you this, man. Give me, get, answer this question for me. What is what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The only one with nephew Tommy that I imagine. <laughs> 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 Y'all cold, boy, I tell you that. All right, Trev, man, you be easy, man. Go light on Ayana, all right? I'm going to show we'll tell Steve Harvey, I'll say, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I might have met my match. I might have met my match that you time. You did. Right Yo, why? Did. Yo, why? <laughs> <laughs> but Tommy started off, he started off ag. With that fire. You my wife. <laughs> I like when he kept saying, ask your wife. Your wife likes it. Ask your wife. <laughs> ask your wife. Yeah, ask your wife. <laughs> Back on wife. stage again, May 28th, 29th. I'm sorry. May 28th, 29th. The nephew's at the Improv in Orlando, Florida. So if you're down there Memorial Weekend, you're hanging out, you're doing the Disney thing, come holler at your boy and get your late night laugh on in Orlando, Florida. The Improv. The nephew. Yeah. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Wow, no one saw this one coming. Bill and Melinda Gates are getting a divorce. The couple filed yesterday in Washington State and say their marriage is irretrievably broken. Uh, they got married back in 1994. They have three adult children. We all know that Bill and Melinda are billionaires, and the Gates Foundation has donated millions to philanthropic efforts. The Gates net worth is estimated at more than, get this number, get this hmm. number, $130 billion with the B dollars. Oh, yeah. I marry her or Bill. All right now. Wow. So wow. Sooner, they, they, sooner they break up. I marry her or Bill. <laughs> They're saying that uh, everybody's uh, trying to hit on Melinda right now. Ain't nobody see this one though. No, no. we didn't no. see it coming. We absolutely did not. How old are they? He looked. Doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, look it up because I promise you, he look older than he is. Because of the worrying matter. to maintain, yeah. He could get a woman. None of that <laughs> sure, means anything. Oh, definitely. Oh, he's, he ain't getting a wife. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no. Sure. Wife. <laughs> Wives. He's 65, Steve. Yeah, 65. Hey, man. What? Billion dollars Now, I'm going to just say this. I ain't bragging or nothing. But you I'm look 64. good. Fault. You pretty. You look good. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I thought for sure Bill was... Mm. 76. And she's only 56. He's 10 years. What? He's 66. Where's she at? Let me see. No, she is 5'6. 56. Mm. 56. Mm. Oh, I thought she made her height. Ew. No. No, no, no. Her age. She's 56. Tommy asked how old they were. Yeah. Does it matter, though, is the question. (laughs) It it don't. None of that means anything. She's 65 billion. (laughs) How many has? I'll marry her or Bill right now. (laughs) I I swear, I'll I'll be on Bill case. You're going to quit running in this house late. I'm telling you, Bill, you got to come home. Got a decent time. You're going to respect me. Now, that's what you're going to do. But what if he says I'm not? What what, what you going to do? Okay, well... You gonna take it? I'm going shopping. I'm not gonna just sit here and argue with you. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, she ain't gonna have no problem getting nobody. Oh mm. no. no. They're already hitting her up on her in her DMs. 
Already. I wonder what happened to him, though, man. I, I, I said cheating. I don't know. To Irretrievably it... broken. That means they can't can't fix it. Ooh, they say no prenup. Lord Jesus. Ain't no prenup. You're very here irretrievably. Yep, you better hear that. Yeah. Is he the one that created Microsoft? Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's the man. Yes. He couldn't have got rid of them pictures. <laughs> that just paid somebody to get rid of them. No, <laughs> Bill something that got him caught. No, in his I'm looking hell well you ain't on Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Seem to me like. She's not asking for a spousal support. Well, well, she ain't got to. You yeah, ain't got to give me spousal support. Billion, I'm out. We we fifty fifty, and then after that we good. This ain't spousal support. Mm-hmm. At this point in the marriage, after all them years, oh it's even Steven, baby. Yeah, Her is. name on everything. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Right. Pretty mm-hmm. sure she ain't. She, this is not a this is not a slow woman. Mm-hmm. No, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Wow, a lot of giving back. Yeah. Yeah, that was a shock to everyone. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah, and they... Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Steve. Time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Oh, thank you very much. And I'll marry the family dog, actually. Okay, this is Ann Tripp with the news. And good morning, everyone. According to Newsweek, get this, everyone. An independent commission has issued a detailed report that says systematic racism is inherent in U.S. police violence against black Americans, which the panel says is uh, constitutes crimes against humanity. And while this commission has no enforcement authority, it has made specific referrals to the United Nations Human Rights Council, the International Criminal Court, the U.S. Congress, and the White House. The Referrals call for reparations, action to retool existing law enforcement policing, and for the passage of legislation aimed at holding cops accountable when black people die as a result of their encounters with them. Meanwhile, the panel is calling on the global community to support the International Criminal Court's investigations into the systematic racist police violence against black people in the United States and also around the world. Andrew Brown Jr. funeralized yesterday in Elizabeth City, New Jersey, North Carolina, with attorney Benjamin Crump and the Reverend Al Sharpton calling on authorities to release the full body cam video of his April 21st killing. Cops were attempting to arrest the 42-year-old father of seven on drug-related warrants, not gun or violence-related, and Andrew Brown was unarmed in the snippet of the video that the family saw, his hands, both of them on the steering wheel, as police approached. Yet an independent autopsy found out that he was shot five times with an execution-type kill shot to the back of the head. However, a local judge ruled against the public release of the video for 30 to 45 days, supposedly so authorities can complete their investigation. Well, the Reverend Al Sharpton's calling that excuse a bunch of bunk. I know a con game when I see it. Release the whole tape and let the folk see what happened to Andrew Brown. Don't talk to us like we stupid. If there's nothing on the tape, there won't be nothing on it in 45 days. And if there's something on it in 45 days, there's something on it today. Meanwhile, the FBI has opened a federal civil rights investigation to Andre Brown, Andrew, Andrew Brown's killing. The beat goes on in South Carolina. In Lancaster County, a volunteer firefighter chief resigned over recent Facebook posts that urged the local police to, quote, stop responding to these black neighborhoods. It's better if they eventually kill each other. He wrote that. He's gone. Former deputy sheriff in Georgia fired last November after investigators found a bunch of racist texts him saying that he beat up a black man calling it sweet stress release. And finally, the streak is secret 
secrets out. Folks at Marvel Comics say the title of the new sequel to the record-breaking Black Panther film will be... Wakanda Forever! That's right. Wakanda Forever released July of next year. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday, Andrew Brown Jr. was laid to rest. Twelve days after, he was fatally shot five times, including once to the back of the head by North Carolina sheriff's deputies. Authorities have released few details about what led to the shooting, and state law requires a court order for the release of body cam footage. A judge ruled last week that Brown's family would be allowed to see body camera footage of the shooting, but the videos would not be made public for 30 days. Reverend Al Sharpton delivered the eulogy and said, I know a con game when I see it. Release the whole tape and let the folks see what happened to Andrew Brown. Wow. Also in attendance were members of the George Floyd and Eric Gardner family. Uh, Garner family. Um, wow. They were there to it's support really, course, It's the really, Brown man. Family. Yeah, that's... Like, oh, you know, for so the sad. other families to go there to support, mm-hmm. it's a shame that we have to have such support groups, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing, though, because I've met all these women, you know. Uh, oh, the mothers. mothers. Uh-huh. At the last the Sand and Soul we had, mm-hmm. I bought all the mothers down mm-hmm. to just give them a, a trip and brought them up on stage. We all mm-hmm. did. We were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's just amazing to see their strength. Mm-hmm. And, and strength I just, it's, it's a shame that we have to do this, man, and we still have to do it. I just. And how disrespectful of them not to at least let them see what happened. He's dead now. There's nothing they could do about that. But at least let them know what well, happened. Surely, surely. It, that's not what this is not about, giving them information. This well, is about putting want. the story together. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. That's Just what like they're Reverend doing. That's what Re- Reverend yeah. Al, Al said. I know yeah. a con game when I see it. Yeah, see, this, mm. they're, they're experts at that. They've been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. Now, remember this. Before body cams and social media and phone cameras, there was nothing to release. Oh, yeah. It was we, whatever they said. That was it. 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 Here's a police report. Mm-hmm. He died. This is what he did. Yeah. This is what he had. This is what happened. Full of lies. Just oh, man. full of lies. <laughs> And it's by miracle we saw Rodney King. That's by miracle. Mm-hmm. It keeps right. happening it keeps in happening. a non-racist country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's the amazing part. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> you said a lot right there. <laughs> you did. <laughs> You're talking about the country that was stolen from the beginning? That country? Yeah. You know, and then, the and then they stole some people to come over here and work at it. That's yeah. right there. You talking yeah. about that one? Yeah. The very one. <laughs> the, the, the one that had a constitution that said the Negro was three fifths of a human being. Three fifths. Yes, yeah. Three fifths. Mm-hmm. They took it All out of right. the constitution, but they ain't take it out their minds. Write that okay. down. Coming Write up down. at 34 minutes after, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, pay particular attention to this story, please, and the guys. In trending fitness news, Will Smith just kept it way 100 when he recently posted a shirtless picture of himself post-quarantine body with uh, shorts, open, open jacket, and some slippers showing his bare stomach and his chest, his legs. Uh, the caption said, I'm going to be real with you all. I'm in the worst shape of my life. 
I saw the picture too. That's why I'm trying to get to. Okay. Well. <laughs> From where we'll at? Yeah. Yeah, he looked good, I thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, a lot of people oh, really? praised him. Uh, I can put on, I can take my picture like that right now and just put under mine. Hey, I had my shirt off on one of the pictures. Well, I didn't post it, but somebody mm-hmm. posted it uh-huh. uh, during my birthday week. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, on a boat, and somebody mm-hmm. posted the picture. But I, I can put on all my pictures. Excuse me, I'm mm-hmm. 64. On all my pictures, Uh, that's all I have to say is, excuse me, Uh I'm 64. Remember when you guys, back in the day, Steve, you, Tommy, I think, boom, all of you guys did the shirts off tour. You were working out, eating That was 14 years ago, Shirley. That was 14 years ago? That was 14 years ago. That was a long time. Really? I just turned 50. Yeah. But I think at a certain age, you know, men, men... Will Smith, he should get a pass. You have a dad bod or, you know, yeah. be out of shape. It's all Ain't right. nothing wrong with Will. Good. Unless you're working. And, and yeah, you're going to be a superhero. They don't give women movie. passes. They, oh. You know what? You know what? You know what? You are so right. They don't give women passes. Mm-mm. They they Men ride don't. y'all in the ground. Babies, all of it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, you got to yeah. get the snatch back. Five minutes after you push out a baby, all of that. All of that. All of uh-huh. that. Will know how to snap back, though. Will was straight on Independence Day. He was straight in oh, Ali. Yeah. Let one of them $100 million movies pop up. You, all that's going to shred off of Will. <laughs> all that's gone. And the women, Back too. in shape. Yeah, that have to look good for he those cool movies now. and everything. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm mad at Will. Well, I'm going to say this think- here. Social media put a lot of pressure on people with appearances oh, and all that. Look, man, especially when you can uh, Photoshop and all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Do you? I don't see no pressure. I ain't mad at Will. So, so would you guys do it now or think about doing it again? I know, Steve, you said, excuse me, I'm 64, but. Shirts off? I mean, yeah, sh- another shirt's off. Me, Junior, Steve, and Jay. Ooh, I have a hell of a time. Jay take his shirt off for no reason now. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He doesn't need a challenge. He doesn't need a challenge for Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah. But see, Shirley, I'm working out because I just want to stay fit. I'm not, I'm not working out to just be physically fine. I can't get that back no more. I can't oh, get, that's I can't I get 17 back no more. I'm not going that far back. Me and him argue anyway in the gym because I'm tired of getting it. Why don't you get it sometime? Hey. Oh, yeah. Who are you talking to? Your trainer? My trainer. I saw you on social media yeah. on your Instagram page. You was going yeah. off, Jim. Yeah, me and him be going because <laughs> I be so talking. He need to be playing. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. I pay you, dog. Why I can't just sit here? <laughs> I get tired of him, man. He, he coaching you, man. He coaching you. That's uh, all. Yo, you it's, it's, can you ask me if I feel like picking up weight? Can you ask me sometime? <laughs> Excuse polite. me, son. Would you like trying to do these 15 times for me, please? That, that's, I might do it then. Well, what does he say, Junior? Let me tell you Let me tell you why I go live sometime, Carla. I'm going live to buy more time to get some air. That's why I do it. <laughs> oh, it's strategic. Got it. Okay, it's your break. <laughs> that's how I need a break. What kind of trainer you and want, man? Him? He's supposed yeah. to be pushing yeah. you. Yeah, nah. That's nah, your well, motivation. Don't push me. <laughs> don't, push me. I, I, don't push me. I'm a killer now. <laughs> okay. All right, coming up next, the nephew with the prank phone call for today right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, all of her men are in jail. Mm. Mm. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Uh, We're going to take it to the office building, Shirley. This right here, this is that, you know how that one refrigerator's in the break room? You know how it is. Mm-hmm. This is this yeah. is break room, break room barbecue. I think we've all experienced that 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 one refrigerator in the break room. We've all experienced. So check it out. Hello. I'm trying to speak to Eric. Yeah, this is Eric. What's up? Hey, hey, man. Let me tell you something. Uh, with me and you finna get some straight today, dog. Right here, right now. Let me say this, man. Who is this? What you what you talking about right now? This is Quincy right here. This Quincy. I work in the same building. I work on the same floor you work on, all right? And I know that a lot of people on the floor, everybody kind of share the break room and the refrigerator or whatever. But let okay. me tell you this right now. It's been brought to my attention that you the person on, on Tuesday, on Tuesday, all right, that went in there and ate my m- barbecue ribs, all right? Whoa. It took me four, five hours to smoke them m- Hey, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down. You say your name Quincy, right? Slow down, Quincy. My hey, name? Who, who, bringing this, who bringing this to your attention, bro? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about who told me. But everybody say you always eating people's stuff out the damn break room and out the refrigerator. Well, I don't know who is everybody or whatever, but I ain't eating nothing out the refrigerator. I go out and get my own food, bro. I go out and get my own food, so I don't know what you're talking about right now. And I don't okay, know who is telling you. Let me, say, let, me say this, let me say this to you, Eric. Let me say this to you, all right? I'm coming by your cubicle tomorrow. I see anything. I see some barbecue sauce, anything remotely look close to my m- barbecue ribs. I swear to you, I'm whooping your ass right there in your man, you need to, Hey, you need to chill, man. I'm not, I'm not about the threats, bro. I'm telling you, I wasn't the one that that did that that did that. I'm telling you that right now. So you need to calm down. First, no, I ain't calming. I ain't calming down. Okay, I'm telling you right now, you're gonna get f-ed up in your cubicle I if hear I find out. I'm saying, but I'm trying to tell you, I'm not the one that's doing that. That's what I'm telling you. So you're coming I, no. at the wrong person. Come- how come everybody say if anybody ate your food, it's probably Eric. Eric the one always eating everybody's stuff up. They can say whatever they want to say. That don't mean that I was the one that did that. That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. That's what I'm trying okay. to tell you. You, so, you get so, all so, so, so they lying on you now. They lying on they, you. They lying. I'm trying to tell you they lying. I'm okay. telling you that. So you do understand what I'm saying. If it's anything that rem- that remotely look close to barbecue sauce, Anything, a, a real bone, anything like that around your cubicle, in the trash can, in your work area. I'm whooping your ass, Eric. Man, Quincy, man, I was, I'm trying to be nice to you on this damn phone, bro, but I told you about these threats. So at this point in time, for you threatening me again, f- you and your damn barbecue sandwich, bro. That's how, Say that's what? how, that's how it is Say right what? now. F- you and your barbecue sandwich, bro. I told okay. you to stop making oh. these threats to me, bro. Yeah, go, well, go, go on and admit that you go on and admit that you ate it, Eric. Go on and admit it then. You know what? You know what? At this point, speaking to you on this phone like this, bro, I really wish I ate your damn sandwich, bro. I wish I did, bro. I wish hey, I did. Hey, dog, I'm telling you right now, I smoked them damn ribs. I smoked them ribs for five hours. I smoked them ribs. Put put my hard work in it, and then I get to work getting ready to eat my food, and somebody then ate my barbecue ribs, and then everybody's saying, Eric, the one always eating everybody's food. I'm telling you, dude, I will come to your cubicle and f- you up if I find anything look like my ribs over there. That's like the third threat you done gave me, bro. Yo, mm, 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 mm. that was good, bro. That was good as. Mm, I'm so glad I took that. Damn, I'm so glad. Oh, so you admitting it now? No, I'm telling you what you want to hear, Quincy. That's what I'm doing right now. 
I'm telling okay. you what you want to hear. Okay, okay. That's that's your ass tomorrow. That's your that's your ass tomorrow at the cubicle. I'm telling you now. We working in the same building, right? I ain't going nowhere. You know what floor I'm at? I ain't going nowhere. Was good. I don't know who you are. I don't know how you got my number, bro. But we you ain't, we ain't even gotta wait till you get up there to my flow. We can get, we can get this cracking in the lobby, bro. In the lobby, you can get your damn ribs broken. Your ribs, not the ribs that you cooked on that barbecue. Your ribs. We can get it cracking right. It's there in the it's, lobby. it's 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 whatever at this point, Eric. It's whatever. Obviously, it's whatever. Obviously. Okay. It's you know what? Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Deshay know what's up. I'm gonna let Deshay know what's up. Deshay. I know she ain't tell you nothing about eating nothing, like eating your food, bro. I know Deshae didn't say nothing like that to you. I no, no, Deshae, no, Deshae, Deshae ain't say you ain't no real. That ain't what Deshae told me. So why you bringing her? Why you bringing her up then? You want to know what Deshae told me? What did Deshae told you, bro? What she told you? Deshae told me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your coworker, Deshae. What? <laughs> What 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 the hell you talking about? <laughs> hey Eric, Eric, hey man, check it out. This is nephew Tommy, bro. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Deshay, your oh. coworker, got me to prank you, man. Oh, um, you know <laughs> what, man? Boy, you got my blood boiling, man. <laughs> oh man, oh Deshay, she gonna get it, bro. <laughs> she gonna get it when I get back in there. And I and I man, I listen to y'all every man. I don't believe it, man. Hey, you you got me, man. Oh man, it is, it is an honor, bro. It is an honor. <laughs> Tell me, man. Hey, man, I, I love y'all, man. I'm I'm gonna get the shade though. You you tell her her, her ass is, man. Her ass is mine. Well, hey, man, me, man, it's 2020, man. Do me a favor, tell everybody what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the baddest radio show in the land is Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> man, go get some ribs and have a nice day, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that, man. I'm going to do that. Much. You better ask something, it's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> to be pranked. Yes. <laughs> it is a pure honor to be pranked, sir. Thank you. you know, Thank well, you. Thank what you. amazes me is uh-huh. I don't know. Where, where did the original idea of doing this even come from? What made you think that it would be smart to make a living putting your life in jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Oh. And these guys are not backing down. You this, can't ever do a live so prank. so many years ago. Yeah. You don't remember how this started years ago? What, you doing pranks? Yeah, you don't remember? Y'all don't remember how this started? Mm-hmm. How? I remember I, it was in L.A. I went, I know I went to, uh, uh, Ricky invited me to his place in Birmingham. He invited a bunch of comedians to his place. He was trying to make a compilation album. And every everybody did a particular prank. And I got back and Steve Harvey was like, hell your ass doing down there with Ricky. I said, we doing prank calls. Why you don't do your own damn prank call? And there was the murder. <laughs> Oh. Thus, not Damn. understanding giving away my talent to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't quite get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you have it. There the prankster is. was born. Wow. The king, and now you've become king. <laughs> yeah.
myth as mm. well. Mm. But I, I like how they're not backing down, Tommy. I don't think you could ever do a live prank. I think well, I don't think it would go well for you. Oh yes, I can. No, 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 no. Oh yes, I can. Okay. And we can do it tomorrow morning if that's what you want. <laughs> oh, you buy that? Have me by four, five phone numbers. Oh, we can do it. We, now, we might lose our job, but we can. Yeah. <laughs> then we, we might lose our job. And you might get into a fight for real. Because <laughs> he was I ain't not backing scared. down. He was not backing down. That's what you're saying, sure. Like, he can't do it in person. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't walk up to nobody and say none of it. Oh, but I bet you I can stand behind the scene and do it Ashton Kushner style. I bet you I can do that. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, I can navigate it now. I can do it Ashton Kushner style. You got to get out of sight because these people are serious. Because you come up, you're so creative with your pranks to begin with. Oh, I don't know, Tommy. All right. Well, thank you. Great job. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Coming up next, my strawberry letter subject. All of her men are in jail. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Who knows? It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject. All of her men are in jail. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a single mother of two children, and I had my first child when I was 16 years old. My oldest daughter is 28 years old now, and my youngest is 26. As my daughters grew up, I had a lot of different men around them before I settled down with the man that was in prison. I made lots of bad choices and did things I regret, all for this man. When he was released from jail, I let him move in with us and he brought the criminal element in my home and showed my girls how to hustle and be street smart. I've repented for my mistakes in the past and asked my daughters for forgiveness. I'm happy that my younger daughter is married. She's a great mom and she's a hairstylist. My older daughter is a huge problem though. She fell in with the streets and she ended up being a teen parent like me and has made all of the mistakes I made at an early age. She sold weed when she was in her early 20s even though I provided for her and her child. She just chose to do what she wanted to do. Now she's so-called dating three guys in jail and proud of it. Her daughter is 11 and she takes her to the jail to see her father every month. I can't do anything about that since it's her dad. When she goes to see the other two men in jail, I've asked her to let me keep my grandchild. The guys are at different jails throughout the state, so she juggles visits and phone calls all day. I don't know how, but all of the men give her money, so she thinks she's got it made. I invited her to church, and I gave her job applications for good-paying jobs, but she's not interested. Is there a better way to reach her, or should I let go and wow. let God? Wow, yeah. it's a hard letter. This is a hard letter, Steve. And and you ask, um, she asks, should I let go and let God? I mean, that's pretty much all you can do right now is to let go and let God. Because she's a grown woman and you can't make her, you can't force her to do what you used to do 
um, and and are not doing anymore. She's not hearing anything that you have to say, Mom. Uh, she's seen your life example. Uh, even now, you've turned your life around and how your other daughter lives. She's seen all of that, and she still chooses these streets and these prison guys. So, I mean, to you, to to you, Mom. No matter what we do as parents, bad or good. Um, our children still make their own decisions and choices and sometimes terrible. And in her case, terrible. I mean, maybe you can try to save your granddaughter from this life if you can. Um, so I say continue to remind your daughter that her child sees everything that she's doing just like she saw everything you were doing. And uh, she needs to break this cycle. She really does. If you can reason with her at all, maybe she'll hear you at some point and change her life around so her daughter can have a chance and won't follow in her mom's footsteps at least you know stop taking her to prison to see these other men that aren't even her dads i mean that's my suggestion to you at least continue to try to save your granddaughter steve uh this is a sad letter man it really is and it just goes to show you how we can fall into what some people call generational curses. But general, generational curses do not have to exist. They don't. Because at one point in time, it's simply, as, as I'm really simplifying the matter, but it's really that simple. It just becomes choices. And everybody has the power of choice. That's when God created us as human beings. Uh, We were the one creature that he gave the power of choice to. No other creature has the power of choice. Dogs have to be dogs. Cows have to be cows. Monkeys have to be monkeys. They have to do this a certain way. This is it. There's no choice. They don't get to pick who they mate with. They, They can't go outside. They species. That ain't how this work. We are the only ones who have choice. Now, you made some bad decisions as a young person, as have we all. You had your first baby at 16. You've had two daughters. Uh, you, 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 You regret this man that you had a relationship with, and he was in jail. And you let him move in with you all, and he brought the criminal element to the house, and he showed your girls how to hustle and be street smart. Now, you've repented for your mistakes in the past, and you've even asked your daughters for forgiveness. One of your daughters is married, a hairstylist with the baby, but the oldest one is off the chain, and she's making all the mistakes that you made at an early age. Selling weed, she in her 20s, even though you provided for her and a child. But here's the issue. She's dating three guys in jail and proud of it. So her daughter's 11, takes her to jail to see her father every month. Okay, I ain't mad at that. I can't do that. But she takes her to visit the other two men in jail. Here's the problem you're creating for this young daughter. You're making this an act of normalcy. And you cannot do that. Because you're ingraining it in the child that this is who men are. And this is what we do to support them. And mommy, this is your daddy, but these other two men, it's okay too. 
and you're making something really, really bad for this child normal. That's the part that has to stop. I'll have more when we come back. All right, Steve. Uh, hang on for part two of Steve's response to the strawberry letter. All of her men are in jail. We'll get back into it at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, all her men are in jail. Well, this woman who's made some mistakes uh, as a young person, repented. She's had two daughters. One was when she was 16. Oldest daughter's 28. One of the daughters is married, has a job as a hairstylist and raising her daughter. The other one is wild, selling weed in her 20s. And she's dating three men in jail. One of them is the father. And she takes the 11-year-old girl to visit her father every month because that's her dad. I got that. But the other men that she's taking them to is the problem. You're, you're making this child at 11, which she's old enough to get a little bit of what's... She's, a, she's really old enough to get what's going on here. My mama goes to see my daddy, but my mama also goes to see this other man, and they talk about how they miss each other. The baby got to sit there. When you go to jail for visitation, they don't have a uh, playpen for the kids. No. No. Everybody got to go in there and sit across that glass. Everybody got to sit on the other side with that phone. Or everybody sit in. County jail ain't no contact. So I don't think. Not none I know about. So anyway, you've created an act of normalcy for this daughter. That's going to come back to bite you in the worst way. Because she's at a very impressionable age. Now... The guys are in different jails throughout the state, so she juggles the visits and the phone calls all day. Now, the lady in the letter says she don't know how, but all the men give her money. Well, let's think about that. Why are they in jail? Probably for a crime. 80% of people in prison today are for non-violent drug-related offenses. That's a fact. So let's just say they sold weed too or something else. And they got a little money in the stash, and they got a boy that can give the money to her. Because she acted like she down with him while they locked away. She playing the game. That's the street smarts that the man that you bought into the house taught her how to do. But she's elevated. Now, you can stop beating yourself up about this. Because like Shirley said, and I've said a million times, you can raise your child. But once they're adults, they can go and make any decision they want. And it can go against everything you've tried to teach them as a parent. And for all of you parents who are not at that age yet, I am telling you to buckle up fast in your seatbelt. Because in parenting, once they get grown, they can make decisions. Now, hopefully, the the decisions they'll be able to recover from. But they're going to make some mistakes. All of us made mistakes. You just hope that your children make the mistakes and stay close enough to your teachings that when they do get it right, they walk back towards the light. Or you run into this situation and it take them a while to come back to the light. Oh, but she's going to come back to the light just like you did. Because, see, something's going to happen in your life to make you go have to go somewhere and sit down. It happens to us all. Ain't nobody been tricking their whole life without no scar tissue. 
Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody getting away in life without no damage consequences. Ain't nobody going through life without getting their own ass bankrolled. Please understand, I promise you something is going to happen to sit her ass down. It may be jail, but something going to happen to get your undivided attention. What we hope is that our children gets the attention before the attention getter becomes the state. Yeah. Because when the state come get your attention, ooh, kind of like the IRS. You know, you cannot pay Sears. You cannot send Visa Day money. But that United States Treasury, you got to pay them people. Because if you don't pay them, they come for you. They freeze accounts. See, taxes is like sin. It costs you more than you want to pay, and it make you stay longer than you want to stay. I've had an account frozen before, or they had my attention. Then I got the money, and I went out there and paid them. It was 30 days before they unfroze it. Oh, they taught my ass a valuable lesson. Oh, they take their time unfreezing it. I was talking to an IRS agent one time. He says... Well, it's kind of, you know, once you come down there and pay us, it took us so long to get it. We ain't in no hurry to unfreeze it. Just because you paid it Friday, you want it lifted Monday? Oh, that yeah. ain't how this work. He said, no, that ain't how it work. It took us, you know how long it took us to get this money from you? He said, so that's it. So it's going to happen to your daughter. I hate to say this. Uh, you've made the right thing by offering a good paying jobs and trying to get her to come to church. She don't want to have nothing to do with it. But life going to get her attention. Sad to say it. So like you say, just let go and let God. Period. All she can do. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. And coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we'll have some sports talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we go. Junior is here with sports talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, Shirley, but first let me remind everybody that June 5th, the Mm -hmm. Cures Hope Sickle Cell Foundation third annual walk will be happening at the Margaret Hunt Hill Bridge. Go to CuresHope.org. That's CuresHope.org. And register today, man, and help me help these kids with this sickle cell, man. I want these families to have them a nice Christmas. So this is is a big race for us. And we back after COVID. So this is going to be fun. Can't wait to see y'all down there in Dallas, man. It's going to be beautiful. All right, uh, we were sitting in the barbershop, man, last week. We had this conversation. The draft is over. Everybody's been drafted. All the players have gone. They, gone. they, they drafted. Cameron's is gone now. And we were talking about, like, the average span of an NFL career is two and a half years. Mm-hmm. About two and a half years, you know. Yeah. And some of the players, man, I believe it or not, man, I've had friends that play in the NFL, and 15% of them filed for bankruptcy after two and a half years of playing in the league. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, 15%. And, man, and one of my friends, he was telling me, he said, man, the, the pressure that he had, not from just playing ball, but trying to take care of everybody. Yeah. Mm. You know, taking care of his mom, taking care of his aunts, taking care of his cousins, any problems arise, everything on his first salary. Mm. So, uncle, you know, you got some money, man. Is there any advice you could give them with what they should do first? How do cousins well, get on the list? How is cousins? You know, because, because they was there for you. See, 
uh, black people are really the only ones who are held to this thing. Uh, I was there for you. I remember you when. I held you down when nobody else would. I took, taught moved. you how to play football. Boy, I first one threw the ball to you. Yeah, I took you to uh, camps. Yep. I went out there to see all your games. Yep. Because if you look, it happens in white families too. You see them all gathered in the living room. Some of them are genuinely wanting the best for the athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But many of them look at it as a ticket. And there oh, is immense pressure yep. because all of these athletes suffer from the most useless emotion ever created, which is guilt. And mm-hmm. that's a hard one, man. And then, oh, man, you got this money, man. Congratulations, dog. Man, can you help me out? Man, I always knew you was going to make it. That's very real. And it's hard. But you've got to form a circle, an insulation to protect you. You have to have a way for people to have to reach you. Above. Because if you don't, It'll come back. Now, if we can come back and I can give you some mm-hmm. sound yeah. advice about what I've learned to do over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want. Okay. Yeah, sure. We'll be back oh. with some financial advice from Steve Harvey at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, before we left for a break, you were uh, helping Junior sort out, you know, why these football players are so broke and what to do and it, giving advice. Well, I mean, after you're broke, it's too late. Yeah. Uh. Because because you can't get broke money back. Mm. That's how you broke. You can never get broke money back. You got to go produce new income. So that's water over the dam. If you're already broke, there's nothing I can tell you. Except moving forward as you go get your new money. Because it happened to me. I had money. I became broke. I got it back. I learned. Yeah. A couple of things. First it's of all, it's not just for football players. No, it's most just successful really for people, right? Let Steve? me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If you're the first college graduate, here they yeah. come. Yeah. If you're the only one that's a supervisor down the job, if you work on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your oh, mere Lord. association with me. Yes, sir. Lord. Your life must be. Yeah. Yes. All that and a bag of chips because you're sitting right up there with Steve. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You and we talk. make what you make. Yeah. Oh, so you know I, that. I know you all are catching it, just <laughs> like all of my children catch it. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. guilt by association. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's a couple of things, and it's not necessarily in this order. But first of all, have yourself a designated amount for that you're going to delve out. Because you're going to delve out money. Oh, okay. It's oh, a designated that. amount. And you ain't okay. go. You can't go past that amount, period. After that, you don't have it. And you don't have it because you've spent the designated amount. See, okay. that's a very smart thing to do. Hey, man, I ain't got it. I'm sorry. But mm-hmm. all that money I had alligated, man, it's gone, man. So many people came and ate that money up. I'm bad, man. Maybe next time, bro. But a designated amount. Number two, I call it the first things first rule. And that is... First things first for me was my mama and daddy. Amen to that. All right. Amen. Because Amen. I felt like I owed them. Yeah. 
And, and that's very true and real. If your mama been hustling to get you here, you ought to get your mama a house. I got that. But I call it the first things first rule. And until they get taken care of, everybody in the family has to understand that. And hey, man, hold up, hold up, hold up. I know what you need, but right now I'm working on taking care of mom and them, mom and daddy. Yeah. And I got to put this money together for their house, man. So pull up. And most people in your family go, well, he do got to take care of his mama. They got that much sense. You got, you dealing with a real fool that turns around and say, man, I don't give a damn what your mama want. You dealing with a fool then. Right so off, now, the or yeah. <laughs> off the top. See, see, once they say that, then you ain't got to talk to their ass no more. Right. So you get the first things first. The next thing you have to create is a buffer. You've got to get, hey, man, you got to call my financial manager. All like requests it. go through I like him because mm-hmm. I'm on a budget. Mm-hmm. And so put your request in. Oh, it's a little embarrassing to go to the financial planner with your ignorant-ass request. <laughs> um, <laughs> like what? What's, oh, this strategy. <laughs> What's an ignorant-A request, Steve? Like- hey, man, oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to print these T-shirts up. Uh, <laughs> with all the with all the people's names on it that's been suffering from police brutality, and I'm gonna sell it. That's the business I got, and I need a hundred thousand. What? Oh my goodness! To make some t-shirts. t-shirts? Whoa! Mm. So see, once you have a buffer, it lessens, and it creates a. I'm. I got to go through somebody and they can create the excuse for you. That money's been allocated and then we can put you back down into the designated amount pile. Well, mm-hmm. we can't give you that, but we can give you 500. Will that help you? Because this is all we have allocated for this. So those three things, a designated amount, the first things first and a buffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those things will help you out greatly. And All right, okay. That's that's great right. advice, huh? Thank you. That's Financial bad. advice. Mm-hmm. I've done you. it all. Yeah. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, this is one of our favorite days because we love our teachers, and today is Teacher Appreciation Day. We love, love, love our teachers and the fine jobs that they do. Thank you all so very much for what you do, teaching our kids, especially this past year, um, including teaching our kids virtually and in person. So, Steve, you played a teacher on TV. Remember that, Mr. Hightower? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. But I really wasn't, though. You do. Really. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you still. So play one. <laughs> Shout out to the educators, yes. man. Yes. Everywhere. We A realized the- during the pandemic how important y'all was. Oh, If you didn't realize before then. Right. You if you didn't. Really, you yes. Know. Yes. Yeah, the well, parents were, were struggling <laughs> trying to teach the kids. So nobody Ooh. knows se- seventh grade algebra, yeah. eighth grade math and all this. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm very fortunate I'm past that age with my kids because I probably would have just went in there and told them, what? you know, look, we're going to drop out. <laughs> as, together, you know, as a group. <laughs> and, uh, Don't waste your time with that no more. I can help you if you do that. But if you stay in school, I ain't going to be able to help you. But if you drop out, 
I, I can really, I can, I can really help you through that process because I ain't got no education either. But if you trying to get this damn degree, I'm gonna have to let you know. We're probably gonna have to drop out. Oh Lord, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey yep. Morning Show. This is yeah. our show. <laughs> yeah. Coming up in 33 minutes after. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday, Andrew Brown Jr. was laid to rest. 12 days after he was fatally shot five times, including once to the back of the head by North Carolina Sheriff's deputies, authorities have released few details about what led to the shooting, and state law requires a court order for the release of body cam footage. A judge ruled last week that Brown's family would be allowed to see body camera footage of the shooting, but the videos would not be made public for 30 days. Reverend Al Sharpton delivered the eulogy and said, I know a con game when I see it. Release the whole tape and let the folks see what happened to Andrew Brown. Wow. Also in attendance were members of the George Floyd and Eric Gardner family. Uh, Gardner family. Um, wow. They were there too. It's really, course, it's really, man. Yeah, that's like, oh, you know, for so the sad. other families to go there to support, mm-hmm. it's a shame that we have to have such support groups, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing, though, because I've met all these women you know, uh, of the mothers, mothers uh-huh. the at the last the sand and soul we had, mm-hmm. I, remember that. I bought mm-hmm. all the mothers down mm-hmm. to just give them a, a trip and bought them up on stage. We all did. We were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, it's just amazing to see their strength. Mm-hmm. And, and strength I just, it's, it's a shame that we have to do this, man. And we still have to do it. I just, and how disrespectful of them not to at least let them see what happened. He's dead now. There's nothing they could do about that. But at least let them know what well, happened. Surely, surely. It, that's not what this is not about giving them information. This well, that's is about what they putting want. the story together. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. That's Just what like they're Reverend doing. Al that's what Re- Reverend yeah. Al, Al said. I know yeah. a con game when I see it. Yeah, see, this, mm. they're, they're experts at that. They've been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. Now, remember mm-hmm. this. Before body cams and social media and phone cameras, there was nothing to release. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was we, whatever they said. That was it. it. Here's yeah. a police report. Mm-hmm. He died. This is what he did. Yeah. This is what he had. This full what of happened. lies. Just oh, man. full of lies. <laughs> And it's by miracle we saw Rodney King. That's by miracle. Mm-hmm. It keeps right. happening it keeps in happening. a non-racist country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's the amazing part. Mm-hmm. Wow. You said a lot right there. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you talking about the country that was stolen from the beginning? That country? Yeah. You know, and then, the they, one, then they stole some people to come over here and work at it. That's yeah, country right there. You talking yeah, about that? Yeah. The very one. <laughs> the, the, the one that had a constitution that said the Negro was three fifths of a human being. Three fifths. Yeah. Three fifths. Mm-hmm. They took it All out right. the constitution, but they ain't take it out their minds. Right there, okay. down. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll get some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys, our last break of the day. Uh, It's been a good Tuesday. We're moving right along. And, uh, of course, here's Steve Harvey with closing remarks. Well, you know, 
I've been thinking about this. I spoke yesterday about uh, America being called a racist country. And I just questioned some things. You know, if it's not racist, just can you explain a few things to me yesterday? Well, I've I've been watching, and I watch Rick Santorum on CNN try to explain away his comments that America, they didn't steal America. America was nothing, and they built it from scratch. It is amazing how the narrative gets fixed to continue to just make this thing called America appear so great to everybody. And okay, I, I guess I guess I want to say today, it's not that we don't see the opportunity here in America. It's not that we don't have a shot at the opportunities in America. It's just that for many of us, it's not only so hard to see, but it's really, really difficult to get to. You know, because it's so many things that are in the way. You know, the lies that's been told is just unbelievable. I I don't know if you pay attention to it, Let's start with the latest lie, that the election was stolen. Let's start with this lie right here. Are you really serious, man? Do you think with there's no evidence with all of the technology that's out there, all of the social media, all of the forensic science, all of the computers, all the cameras, all of the Republicans that work in voting. It's just as many as as Democrats, if not more, that work in voting, that they can't find one shred of evidence of any widespread voter fraud that would affect the election. Even when you have a recount, there ain't been a recount that has reversed a single anything. You sit up and lie, lie, lie that this election was stolen, but ain't no, not no court in your country, the one you fixed up with your constitution, there's not no court in your land that would even take up your lie. This your country, remember? This your judicial system that you, that you parade as so just that we don't see that way, but then when it works against you, oh my God, these judges are crazy. Now, there's a couple of things that still kind of tax at me a little bit. Not only do you lie to us, I just just a refusal to include us in the Constitution. I mean, we've been trying to get this piece of paper right for a long time, that every American has an inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness. But we had to change a few things. You do remember this piece of paper has had some flaws in it. You do remember that you thought of the Negro as three-fifths of a human being. You do remember that even women couldn't vote. It just wasn't a constitutional thing. So this paper has had to be adjusted over the years. And the people that wrote the paper is white men. They even had white women put in a certain place. And it's still there. 
Do you know that there's golf courses that don't let women play on them? Not only women, but you better not to bring your black ass down there talking about you finna play. Do you know it's golf courses still today that black people can't set foot on? You, do you know that? This is 2021. It's a rule. There are golf courses that do not allow Jews on it. It's a rule. This is 2021. I'm just asking you. Do you know that we have to vote every year on the Voting Rights Act? Not every year, but every so often the Voting Act comes up that it allows black people to still vote. They still working through that right there. This is crazy, man. Black people my age are exhausted. Hmm. Hmm. If you're from the baby boomer generation, we are exhausted. If you are 50, we are exhausted. I got news for you. The exhaustion didn't spread to the younger generation, too. They tired, too. But like I said this summer, protest is a young person sport. I can't go out there with no signs no more. I've done a lot of protesting in my life, but I can't run backwards no more and die behind bushes and climb over police cars and, and try to escape. I can't do that. It's just a young person. All we trying to do is get you to treat us equal, not special, just equal, damn. Even when we ask for it, we plead for it and we march more. And then we have to watch you come up with a counter ask, a counter plea and a counter march. What the hell is that about? Black lives matter. White lives matter, too. Well, damn, we didn't say it don't. We just asked you, can ours matter like yours matter? Sitting up here, every time we got to ask or a plea or a march, we got to watch you have a damn counter like you ain't got enough. We tired of this. We just tired of it, man. That's all I wanted to say. Y'all got the nerve to be say y'all tired of watching us march. You tired of watching us march. Put these boots on and walk your ass out there. You think you tired of watching it. We tired of performing it. We just waiting on some of y'all to be tired for us, too. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 